his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. The final weekend of campaigning features attacks and alliances. I've been a Captain Garcia admirer for quite some time. I'm Marla Diamond in Queens. Metro North adds more trains in anticipation of people going back to the office. You'll be returning to a railroad that is better and safer than ever. I'm Sean Adams at the Stamford Station. We'll hear who joined the Foo Fighters at the Garden for the first fully packed concert there since the pandemic. The boy wonder of Connecticut politics and his resignation as governor and the dissolution of Steely Dan are news archives for this date's milestone. Monday, June 21st. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Some of the inland burbs are going to feel like they're in the upper 90s this afternoon as we head for a muggy 89, maybe some strong storms later on. Good morning, I'm Paul Bernane. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. It's the last day before the primary elections for mayor and the last chance for changing minds in a competitive field of candidates. And Marla Diamonds in Briarwood, Queens this morning to cover an event by Catherine Garcia, who has formed an alliance with Andrew Yang. Marla. Indeed, the former sanitation commissioner will be greeting voters at 8 this morning at the Briarwood subway stop after a weekend of crisscrossing the city at times with opponent Andrew Yang, who was encouraging voters to choose him first and Garcia second in ranked choice voting. Everyone who's kept up with the campaign knows that I've been a Captain Garcia admirer for quite some time. All of the candidates for mayor will campaign late into the night. Yang is traveling in a van he calls the Yangatron. Maya Wiley will hold a get-out-the-vote rally tonight at the Brooklyn Museum. Paul, Wayne? Marla, the Adams campus suggesting this Yang-Garcia alliance amounts to a kind of voter suppression. What's their argument on that? Well, an Eric Adams supporter called that alliance an attempt to suppress votes in black and brown communities, and Adams amplified that message over the weekend. On June 19th, that is when they did that. While we were celebrating liberation and freedom from enslavement, they sent the message, and I thought it was the wrong message to send. The display of unity just three days before the Democratic primary scheduled uh, for tomorrow appeared to be aimed at Mr. Adams, the Brooklyn Borough President, who has been leading in the polls. Marta, thank you. A volunteer who was out campaigning for Eric Adams was stabbed with an ice pick during a fight with somebody at the 150th Street Morris Avenue block in the Bronx there at the corner. The 42-year-old victim underwent surgery at Lincoln Hospital. No word how he's doing. Tonight, the Mets are at full capacity at City Field. WCBS 880 will carry all the action as the Mets start the next homestand with a doubleheader against the Braves. Game one, first pitch at 5-10. In the stands, no social distancing. No masks required for the vaccinated, but fans no longer have to show proof of the vaccine or a negative COVID-19 test to get in.
More trains are running starting this morning on all three Metro North lines east of the Hudson. And Sean Adams is in Stanford this morning to see how it's going so far. Sean, has the demand returned enough to justify more trains? 6.06 in the morning, I'm staring at a, a vacant train platform in Stanford. There's nobody on it right now. Uh, Metro North, though, calculates it is time to increase service. More people are vaccinated. Restrictions are easing. Businesses are preparing to welcome employees back to the office. A handful of additional trains, morning and afternoon peak periods. We're talking about the Hudson, Harlem, and New Haven lines. Commuter Danny Burton says he has noticed more people on board lately, but he remembers during the height of the pandemic being the only person on the train. It was kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie um, I Am Legend, Will Smith movie, where it's like New York is just him and some dog or something. And it was like that. Just you and the conductor. Would you talk to the conductor? No. Oh, good, no. No, they didn't even want to come down. So you and the conductor were on opposite sides of the train? Opposite ends of the train. A little perspective there. So we are, I guess, uh, far away from that day, but uh, still not back to normal. Metro North boasts, uh, you know what, when you get back the trains, you're going to notice they're cleaner. And you should know they're safe for positive train control. Remember that? Uh, We talked about that quite a bit a while ago. It's been installed system-wide. By the end of August, uh, Metro North hopes to return to 83% of pre-pandemic service during the week. Live in Stanford, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 80. Sean, a return to a full house at Madison Square Garden. Memorable for more reasons than you would think. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. We have a lot of moving parts in the weather forecast to get to right now. In for Craig Allen this morning, here's Dan Pitanowski. Well, it's going to be another hot and humid one across the tri-state already. Temperatures into the middle and upper 70s in parts of the area early on this Monday morning. And we'll top out at 89 this afternoon with clouds and sunshine, but feeling like it's in the upper 90s. And then as a cold front approaches, we'll see some gusty thunderstorms late this afternoon into early tonight, especially north and west of the city. Otherwise, clouds lingering later tonight, the low 72. Showers and thunderstorms around tomorrow, not nearly as warm, the high 77. Sunshine Wednesday, less humid, high 76. Then on Thursday, plenty of sunshine and comfortable, high 78. A bit more humid again Friday, maybe a thunderstorm, the high near 80. Right now in Midtown, 75 degrees under a partly sunny sky. Paul and Wayne, we're heading up to 89. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. I just want to point out that our morning stock futures are a little bit higher this morning. However, Asian markets took a bit of a hit after a sell-off Friday. Uh, Japan's Nikkei index losing more than 3%. And this may not be what the Foo Fighters fans expected when they packed the garden for MSG's first post-pandemic full-capacity show. And Dave Grohl stepped aside to let another Dave sing. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome our lead vocals, Dave Chappelle's here. Come on, sing Dave Chappelle, huh? All right, so with the band behind him, Dave Chappelle sang Creep. Or tried to. question that's sweet though right apparently uh, dave Chappelle, our, our crack producer rivka oppenheim checked into this he does this all the time he goes to various venues and sings creep why who knows it's he a just, radiohead song it isn't even a foo fighters song i think the fans were confused <laughs> well anyway it was the first uh, the first big night back there 
uh, at the, that venue, and it was the second Full House this weekend for Chappelle because the night before he packed Radio City Music Hall for a film about his doing comedy in Ohio cornfields during the pandemic. It's the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. It is Monday on the Morning News Roundup. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernane. On this Monday, here are your three things to know. Governor Ned Lamont's going to hold a news conference in Stratford and unveil details about a plan to deliver faster train service throughout Connecticut based on a recently completed speed study. Number two, Dr. Anthony Fauci says the reason he first recommended no masks, then masks, is because science evolves. Fauci told the New York Times podcast Sway that as a scientist, you evolve your opinion and your recommendations based on the data as it evolves. Third thing, the Stonewall Inn says it will not serve Anheuser-Busch beers during the Pride weekend to protest political contributions to politicians who have supported the anti-LGBT legislation. Up next from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, June 21st. 2004, the boy wonder of Connecticut politics, who won a seat in the state legislature at 23, fresh out of Villanova, went on to three terms as governor and two terms in prison. I acknowledge that my poor judgment has brought us here. John Rowland first lied about renovations to his vacation house, the hot tub, the kitchen cabinets he swore he got at Home Depot. He admitted he lied. And lawmakers learned he took tens of thousands of dollars in cash from the state's top contractor. They were talking about impeachment when he resigned. Effective at noon on July 1st, I will officially step down as governor and pass this honor on to Lieutenant Governor Jody Rell. Rowland would later blame the arrogance of power, but then did it again. As a right-wing radio host on WTIC, he took illegal campaign consulting fees and went back to prison until 2018. 1982. At least six shots have been fired. The man who shot and nearly killed President Reagan, John Hinckley Jr., was found not guilty of attempted murder by reason of insanity. His lawyer said he nearly killed the president for the love of the actress Jodie Foster. And now today, free from confinement, John Hinckley Jr. has a YouTube channel for his music. 1981. After reeling in all those years with Steely Dan, the bandmates broke up, stowing away the time until 1993 when they reset, released two albums, and reemerged as a major concert act until the death of Walter Becker in 2017. Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious, I can't understand. His barred college buddy, Donald Fagan, still tours. This is June 21st. You know, um, I just saw the keyword coming up for next hour. I don't think I'm supposed to say it yet, though, am I? Keep it under, keep it under your hat. All right. All right. I mean, we can't win anyway, so no harm in showing it to us. Right. But uh, it's uh, 720 is your next opportunity for a cool grand in your pocket. You want to download our daily morning news roundup podcast? Look for it wherever you find your shows. If you type in WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, there it is. Make sure you subscribe today. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.